for the week of January 10th, 2021. Welcome back to TSB Gamecast. James here. So happy to be back for another episode of our gaming podcast. I want to thank everyone in the community and beyond who wished me well while I was recovering from the coronavirus. My thoughts go out to all those who have been affected by this virus and hope that 2021 is the year that we heal as a planet. However, we are here to talk about video games and we shall do just that. As always, we apologize for any mispronunciation of any names, companies, or products mentioned. In light of the situation that occurred in the United States capital of Washington, D.C. and statements following the events, the live streaming company Twitch has removed one of its most popular gaming emotes. PogChamp, called one of gaming culture's most prominent faces by Polygon's Patricia Hernandez, was removed after Ryan Gutex Gutierrez, the real-life face behind the emote, posted a particular tweet about the day's events. For the sake of keeping politics out of this podcast, I will not be reading the tweet. The tweet was critical enough for many top gaming personalities to announce that they were banning the emote and or calling Twitch to do the same. Hernandez reports that at 9 p.m. Wednesday night, the San Francisco-based company removed the emote from their platform. Twitch's representative, according to the article, only pointed to the tweets for relevant information. There is some hope for the legendary name PogChamp, as the company later announced that they were moving forward with a community suggestion to use a new face every day for the emote. The company tweeted, We want the sentiment and use of Pog to live on. Its meaning is much better than the person depicted or image itself, and it has a big place in Twitch culture. As I've mentioned in previous episodes and just now, I will not involve politics in this podcast. I absolutely refuse to. That being said, the events of January 6, 2021 did have their impact throughout various industries, communities, and other nations. The banning of the original PogChamp emo and significant change to a huge part of gaming culture is one such impact. But let's focus on the positive here. Twitch, in light of the negative, took a significant suggestion to keep the cultured icon. The implementation may be difficult given they are going to use a new face every day. If anything, they may be reusing faces over certain periods of time. I know some may be upset by this decision, and I will not express support or dissatisfaction for their initial decision. I will, however, express support for how they are moving forward from these events and the situation as a whole. Shifting gears a bit, Epic Games has been mentioned in this podcast quite a lot, mostly regarding their feud with the Apple Play Store. This time around, they are mentioned for a different reason. The Fortnite creator has acquired Rad Game Tools, a development toolset creator based in Kirkland, Washington. Thomas Wilde of GeekWire reports that if you played any video game that was made in the last 21 years or so, there's a good chance the game was using Raid's Bink tool to encode its video files. In their initial announcement, Epic stated together Epic and Raid, Epic and Rad plan to integrate Rad's powerful technology into Unreal Engine to benefit the developer community and gamers alike. Games are constantly having to step up their game, no pun intended, in graphics and gameplay with how competitive the market is today. This puts immense pressure on developers and publishers of just about all platforms. 
Of course, this doesn't address the issues with developer and studio compensation and workloads, which we have discussed in the past numerous times. Sadly, I don't think most consumers realize that, nor would enough of them care to do anything about it, unfortunately. This acquisition is another in the long list in the gaming industry over the last year. However, 2020 has also sparked the founding of new studios from industry veterans, which we have mentioned before. This acquisition, if successful, should be incredibly supportive for developers should those new studios utilize these tools. Before we move on to our final topic, we would like to remind you, the listener, to join the TSB Gamers community. TSB Gamers is a community by gamers for gamers on any gaming platform for any video game. It is absolutely free to join. All that we ask is you are 18 years or older and accept our code of conduct. For more information and to join, please visit tsbgamers.org. That's tsbgamers.org. For our final topic this episode, we are sad to report that on Friday, January 8th, 2021, video gaming voice actor Brad Venable passed away at the age of 43. Venable worked on projects such as Final Fantasy VII Remake, voiced Griffin and Nightmare in Devil May Cry 5, and performed three other roles in Fire Emblem Three Houses. Various Twitter users and voice actors shared their thoughts and condolences, including Kira Buckland, who said, Rest in peace, our dear friend Brad Venable, one of the most truly kind, honest, selfless, and generous people I have ever known in the voiceover community. As a supporter of the voice acting community and admirer for their impact on the gaming industry, my sincerest condolences to the family and friends of Brad Venable. And with that, we shall wrap up today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. If there is any gaming topic you would like us to talk about, be sure to let us know on Facebook at TSB Gamers or Twitter at TSB underscore Gamers. Again, that's at TSB Gamers on Facebook or at TSB underscore Gamers on Twitter. Check out more information about TSB Gamers, our community, and opportunities at tsbgamers.org. We'll see you next time. So long.